Welcome, everyone, to the Sweet Shots podcast. I'm assistant golf pro Lucas Johnson, joined by Mark Johnson and Chuck Johnson. Uh, we're here live from St. Andrews at Sweet Shots, Fargo, North Dakota. Um, that's our that's our meeting room, not the actual golf course. We're That'd not at St. Andrews Golf. That would course. be something. What Maybe kind one of budget day. do we have? We're just traveling. We're Let's get around. Legendary courses. Let's where go we're going to podcast from. <laughs> that's a good idea. Not bad. There we go. Starting off early. Yep. Great ideas. So we're going to get into all things golf uh, news, local area golf news, national golf news, um, and get into some fantasy golf. That's kind of the reason we're here. We've got a, a DraftKings guru in Chuck Johnson, um, head golf professional for 26 years, and Mark Johnson. Um, and uh, by all other standards in the company I'm in, a newbie. And myself, one year in the program. Well, you're no slouch. <laughs> I can play. Yeah, I can, I can play. Get it around. For the listeners out there, LJ played uh, collegiately at North Dakota State. That team had some success. They went to a NCAA region tournament. Mm-hmm. First one in school history. And, uh, yeah, you've, you've accomplished a lot in the region playing. Medalist, two-time medalist at the Birchmont. I think a Pine to Palm medalist and a few other wins under the belt. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we bring a little bit of a little bit of everything here. 20, 26 years of PGA uh, membership myself, and like we said, Chuck, this guy when it comes to fantasy golf, he's been he, around. He is there. There was a time when I mean, when he was on point, and not that he's not on point anymore, but when he was on point, well, he got busy. He was second in the world mm-hmm. at a British Open going into Sunday. Mm-hmm. Out of a hundred, how many people? Yeah, there was 100,000 in that event. Second, went to bed in second place. And then Tommy Fleetwood happened, and I didn't have him on my squad. So. 64 on a Sunday? Yeah, it was ridiculous. But well, You learned we'll quick, s- though. Yep. You learned quick. St- still still made some money. Learned from it. So, yeah, no, happy to be on the program. Excited to to dive in and share some of that uh, that knowledge in the DFS world. Great. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's going to be a party, I think, between – if, if uh, people haven't caught on yet, we're uh, we're all family here, so it's going to give us another little edge on some probably some good-natured ribbing between the oh, yeah. the three of us. So that'll be entertaining in itself. But before we go any further, getting into um, what Sweet Shots is, you know, if, if people are are out there wondering about that, um, give me a little bit about uh, the true story behind Sweet Shots, why that came in. I think uh, people might know. Yeah, just. You know, kind of the the quick version of it. Um, Chuck, you're down in Miami waiting for a, a cruise. That's right. And the boys, your boys, were looking for something to do. Yep, they'd been to a Top Golf venue before, so they were like, "Dad, Mom, we got to tr- check these out. Check this out." I'd never been as a traditionalist golfer, green grass golfer. I thought, "Eh," I was a little reluctant, but we had a day to kill, so we went over to Top Golf in Miami and. About a half hour into it, both my wife and I are looking at each other going, yep, this has got potential. Just from the entertainment family atmosphere. Picked up the phone, called you, Mark. You were actually, uh, I think you were following Lucas. That's right. I was in Phoenix watching uh, NDSU and Lucas play golf. And I'm like, yeah, let me, uh, I know another guy in town, Kevin Johnson with Gateway Building Systems. He's been talking about this too. Yeah. Let me let me see if I can, can't get you guys together. Yep. And uh 
couple meetings happened and we approached a few other people in the community. And before you know it, um, ball was enrolling. Uh, ball was rolling and thankfully, uh, you know, the timing was perfect with Top Golf. Their product, Top Tracer, was available to lease. Yep. And uh, three years later, from the start of uh, the idea to uh, opening, it was, it was about three, almost three years, three to years. Yep. Yep. And this is seven months. If we can hear it, I don't know if we can hear it, but we got uh, Terry working hard out there. Getting, getting the our, venue ready. Getting our venue it's, ready. It's our equivalent of mowing the greens. Yeah. It really is. I mean, he's out there yep. with the blower and they're getting things ready for the guests today. Getting things set up. Yep. Yep. No, it's great. It's good to see. Good to hear. Get some get some motion around here. But it's been a great. Uh, what is this seventh month now? Or this we're is October. Yeah. October fourth. Is that what it is? Yeah. Very thankful. So, I mean, the community, the regions, yep. come out supported. Um, folks are having fun. We're seeing young families. We're seeing mm-hmm. all ages. Yep. Um, and then we're seeing the meeting rooms used. Uh, corporate corporate groups. Uh, right. Parties. Yep. Bachelor parties. You birthday parties, we've, grad we've seen parties. a little bit of everything, right? A little I bit mean, of everything. Yeah. yeah. And it's great to and see. They, I mean, and I, I like to see the academy usage too. Just what the other day we had the, the youth group again in there, those yeah. uh, kids, 30, Luke, LJ, that's 32 kids down there. I yep. mean, it's been a blast to have yep. those grow the game. That's been a big part of it. And so. that's really what sets our, our facility apart from a typical top golf is that we, our first level is, is about learning the game mm-hmm. uh, and growing the game. And that's important to us. You know, our, our father and your grandfather, he was a golf coach in town at Fargo Shanley, and um, he had a passion for teaching the game to his players, and uh, we're able to keep that tradition uh, going. So the Grow the Game area downstairs, I kind of say it's uh, golf entertainment meets golf performance with our fitting area, our academy area, indoor sims, the putt view, putting green. Uh, if you haven't been out here, you got to come and just see it, even if you didn't want to have time to play. Just come yeah. take a walk around. It's, That's it's been fun, special. too. I mean, there's a lot of people, they do just come out and they walk around. I'm just, I'm taking a look around. It's awesome. Yep. Yep. You know, we love showing it off between Jim Bigelow, our head professional, and myself. You know, we can always find some time to to walk around a little bit and show it off. So I love love doing that. I think that's um, opportunity for future uh, podcasts to just focus on the academy and what you guys got going down there. You got a yeah. lot of lot of different things between programs and the equipment that you guys are setting up and lessons. So a future podcast item. Well, I love it. We have an automatic guest. We could have him on every week, David Booth. That's true. Oh, that guy, he'd pick his brain. I'd love to pick his brain. For those out there that uh, don't know anything about David Booth, he, he was a golf club engineer designer for Ping. Uh, grew up in the community, Fargo South grad. We worked together at at, uh, at Fargo Country Club. Well, he back was my day. first boss, and the caddy program. Yeah, caddy master. I was just a, a young buck, and I was learning how to do the right things. And David Booth was my boss. I was, he was in charge of the caddy program. So that's why he turned out okay. Him or me? You? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's also known by Mister Two Nine. Shot right. twenty nine, the the third nine of the first day at the KX. The guy can play. He flat out play. Yeah. So uh, his connection with Ping has been fantastic. He helped design. Uh, he and Ping they've designed a uh, putter fitting system, uh, with the technology we have down there. It's it's amazing what what David can do uh, with with uh, putter analysis and, and make you better putters. It so. is crazy, and we do have a video on our YouTube page about our putter fitting process. So go check that out because that's uh, I was. Uh, 
the guinea pig for that process. And, and that's, as you were alluding to, it's, a, it's quite the process. It's a ton of fun, ton of fun. And, and Dave's a great guy. So we, uh, it was our first crack at a social media video from the Academy standpoint. So give us a little breathing room there in terms of uh, quality. Just like this podcast, you know, this is our first episode. Uh, we're just getting into it here, you know, just about 10 minutes in. Um, you know, talk, let's let's talk why are we here, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're going to talk some fantasy golf, but um, the ideas start from somewhere, just like the Sweet Shots idea. But if I recall, we were sitting in an airport, something like that, where it started – it was 20, 20 below outside. We needed something to do. We pulled up DraftKings. Mm-hmm. We were flying down to Florida. That's right. I and, remember uh, that now. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we were going to a golf uh, show, right? Was that the BGA show? BGA show. show. Yeah. Last January yeah. in Orlando. Yeah. Biggest show in golf. Uh, that was right. a blast. And, and yeah, it was uh, Chuck, I think you and I were sitting down. Mm-hmm. Originally, I don't know what Mark was doing and running off in the corner or something. Yeah, and, it, and I remember talking DFS and fantasy golf and trying to get your dad into the program or into that uh, those leagues. And I think we quickly found that he's got a knack when it came to picking DFS teams where it's not easy to do. But for the first half dozen or so, I don't know if you could have picked worse teams. That's right. Matter of fact, That's we had a contest. Right. We did. Who that could pick? Week. Who could use the entire uh, bank? So yep. you have to use all your thousand dollars, all your money. Yep. Uh, deplete that to zero, and have the team that finishes worse. Finishes worse. Yep. And, and you, you arguably are the best at doing that. I yes, my track record's solid. Yeah, you weren't trying to. You were trying to win. The worst team. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can. I can pick the worst team. Yep. Not a problem at all. <laughs> so I'll be the anti DMF. I'll be the non scratch guy. Although since then, I mean, that was early on in your career of DFS. Since then, you've had some some solid teams. I have, and I'm not. I'm not. I don't throw a lot of money at it. No. Um, but I have won um, on a on a quarter wager. Which That's quarters are cents. fun. That's yep. fine. That's all you need. Right? Yeah, I mean, you can you can you can dump a lot of entry quarter entries. That's right. But it was a single entry quarter, mm-hmm. and with ten thousand people, I I won. That's impressive. On a quarter, see? Yeah. That's yeah. That's all you need, right there. And it right? was it was exhilarating. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> He's gonna be dumping in I love twenty dollars, thirty dollars. Yeah. No, no it was it was fantastic. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. Potential. It's. Uh, it's good fun. You got, I mean, responsibly, obviously. Exactly. Yep. You know, and that's where I live in that quarter, the quarter zone mm-hmm. for DraftKings. And yep. as we get into our preview, we can get into a little bit more of that. But um, it's a fun little twist on golf. Excuse me, golf. Um, and I think it's, uh, you know, it, it gives you something to root for. Golf is notorious for, if you're not paying attention, kind of being a, a nap show. But it gives you something to root for. It yep. gives you a team to root for. So I, that's why I like it. That's why I think this uh, this idea is going to be a, a fun little project for us. I think it's going to be a, a good good series we get into. I'm um, looking forward to that. But yeah, I mean that trip down to Florida. We had we had ideas coming out the out the wazoo for what we wanted to do, and here we are. Yep. Now bringing it bringing it to the front. So I'm I'm really excited. I think. Uh, you know, we create a, a nice little 
process here agreed for getting into it so um keep moving on you know we've got probably a good amount of golf news around the area between college golf high school golf you know we've got the high school class a girls golf tournament going on um day one was yesterday um and where are they playing again lucas Oh, geez. Jamestown. Yeah, Jamestown. I want to say Jamestown. Okay. Jamestown yep. Country Club, which, um, nice course. They, they've done some recent renovations to that one. I played there in high school, which, crazy enough, is like eight, a long time ago now. Eight LJ. years ago now. Yeah. That was when, that's, that's actually when we won. We won freshman year out at, uh, out at Jamestown. So it's mm-hmm. changed a little bit, but that's a great, great golf course. They've had a, um, good success out there. So, so day one's over. What's, What's the what's day after day one? Yeah, Bismarck Century's uh, leading their plus thirty. Uh, they got a three-stroke lead over Grand Forks Red River. Okay, Grand um, Forks has always been up there. I mean, yep. they're Davies uh, plus forty-five uh, in third. Mandan, so it goes west, east, west, or east, west. So kind of balanced the top five teams. Uh, mm-hmm. um, you got Minot, West Fargo, Cheyenne. Bismarck Legacy and Fargo Shanley all within a stroke of one another Ooh. Uh, around fifth place. So that's, you know, for, for Shanley, um, that's, they're playing their best golf of the year. It was probably question mark when they started the year. They're pretty young, yeah. uh, whether or not they're going to make state and not only to make state, but they're, if they have a good day today, they could have a top five finish and uh, good for them. Yeah. It's fun, fun to see, uh, you know, the, the the girls' golf season's changed. I remember back in the day, the girls would finish the end of October, and it would mm. oftentimes be snowing. snowing yeah. Mm. yeah. So they start that season early, mid-August. They have some quality golf mm. weather, mm. quality golf courses, and here they're wrapping up. It's gorgeous weather. It's going to be perfect out for them. Yeah, it is. So good for them. Everybody keep an eye on what happens in the uh, state high school. And there is, uh, I'll put it out there. We did highlight, we are a little biased podcast towards Shan- Shanley as all three of us did graduate from there and played golf for them. That's right. And, so there's, and our dad and your grandpa coached and, yeah, and yep. mom coached yep. there. So yeah, yep. a little bias. A little lot bias. of little bias towards, uh, towards Shanley, but, um, you know, there's great talent around, you know, Davies got some great yeah, talent. Yeah. Rose Solberg. Rose. I think she shot 75 yesterday. Wow. Good playing. Lexi Bartley. I mean, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, that, that Davies team is young. They're really young. I'm looking at their roster right now. I um, they got a couple seniors, but their their low five are juniors are younger. So some uh, some great young golf in the area. Yeah, it's fun to that's see. exciting. Oh, I mean, Grove girls won state as well. I that was a that. week earlier. Yeah. yeah, and they've been. I mean, they've been hard at work. They're they're a good squad. You know, between the the Brantner gals and um, and the rest of that team, their uh, Brantner sisters. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a good squad that they got rolling there and. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's fun to see you know being in our in our situation with sweet shots we've got such a a window into the learn to play area and getting people into this and I think high school golf's a great way to get people yep. into golf. Yep, and it's a great area to hang out with friends and and have a little competition. So it's fun to see the good competition that's being played um, out there and and. Uh, around the area which a lot is, of good talent it's yeah fun to see. it's awesome it's awesome and you know the reality of of women's golf is i mean the the amount of college scholarships that go unused every year just from teams not filling spots i mean if you get get yourself playing some decent golf you can go anywhere you want and, and play some golf and yes that's, for sure 
Yeah, I would say if there's high school girls out there that can break 100, there's opportunities for them to play uh, college golf somewhere and probably have some scholarship money. Wow. Yeah. 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 So. It's, it's, I'm, I'd push anyone to, if they have any competitive drive at all and enjoy the game of golf. I mean, that's, uh, that's the road. It's awesome. Having played college golf myself, it's another team out there that, uh, we'll mention the Bismarck university of Mary women are out in the Mm -hmm. billings. They're in second place. Wow. Mm. Um, they're having a little better year than they've had in the past. It's a new program. Um, this is year three for them. Okay. And uh, yeah, so they're having some success. Anna Gravelin, local yep. player from Shanley, plays mm-hmm. uh, plays for them and had a nice day yesterday. So good. Yeah, I mean that's there's no sort shortage of of golf news from around the area. So it's uh, as we get into the winter, it might be a little different story, but I mean. State golf's always an exciting time because it's that's what you work for all right. season. Yeah. So that's fun to follow along. And I don't have the results in front of me, but I know the Mayak Conference Championship was down in the Twin Cities, Bunker Hills. I, I think Cobbers finished kind of middle of the pack. It looked like uh, was it one of their freshmen? He had uh, he had an all conference finish. A freshman? Uh, yeah, uh, I don't quote me on that. I should I should. Uh, and I I did but. I watching. Uh, uh, Justin Lamp had a couple of good rounds, uh, not not his best second round, but uh, came back with with a solid finish. Um, and their women's program, you know, they're they're working on it. Again, there's opportunity for for uh, ladies out there to help rebuild that program. There's a while back in the day when Dwayne Severson was the coach that that team was ranked nationally. Yeah, I remember that top ten team. Yeah. yeah, for for quite a while. So yeah. uh, they'll get it back. I know they will. So I think uh, UND men are down in Omaha uh, playing in the uh, Oma, the Big O is what they call it. And they had a little better showing. They're, they're uh, again, Coach Schaefer's building that program. Some local talent there, Alex Scarperud from Fargo, uh, some Grand Forks guys. Um, um, Grayson Wetch plays for them. Grayson's a heck of a player, so they're they're building the program. They, their scores were a lot better this week. So, and that's a heck of a golf course they're playing down there. There's a Indian Creek. Indian it's Creek. A, I think they have yeah, a. It's the final fairy. final uh, corn fairy event of the regular season down oh, there. Wow. Yeah. So it's a it's a nice track. I haven't played there myself. That's a, and it's not an easy track. They're not setting that thing up to go low. That's a that's a difficult track. Yeah. So, Saint Thomas of all teams is leading that tournament. Wow. St. Thomas has gone division one. Is it first year, second year, second year. I, I, if it's their, I don't, I don't know what, but it's, uh, it, you know, they're going to get a lot of those young, young players in the cities that maybe were borderline if they could play for the U mm-hmm. and then have an opportunity to, to still play division one, uh, schedule. And they're going to be in the Summit League with NDSU and UND and, and some of those teams. So that's a good, that's a good schedule. Wow. It'll be a good competition. Good them. Many of those guys came up and played the North Dakota Open this year. Um, so, which, which is fun to talk about. The U of M team come up. Thankfully, they do. Good kids over the years. St. Thomas came up. NDSU, UND. It's kind of a preview for college season. Mm-hmm. Year after year. Of course, it's the home course for NDSU, but NDSU holds their own. That was always fine. I mean, that was that was a test, right? I mean, you spend all summer, you play against some of the guys on different golf tournaments, whether Minnesota Open or whatever. But because North Dakota Open is so close to the school season, 
all those guys, you know, they got all their gear, the Minnesota gear, the Minnesota bags, the St. Thomas, you, you get all of that. And that was fun because you, you get to, yeah, it's the, uh, it's the, it's the matchup you've been waiting for. So, um, NDSU is having a great year, um, you know, coming fresh off the wind off the, uh, Drake invite down in Iowa, West Des Moines, Iowa down there. And, uh, you know, that's, I think this year is going to be probably the first year they get to go head to head with, with U of M in a, in a college sanctioned tournament since, uh, since, well, COVID year, I guess, that we played down at, um, well, what's it called down there? Their home track. It's, their name's just escaping me. You're the youngest in the room. You should yeah, not have this problem. I, I know. So. I know. Well, yeah, you would think. You would think. It's, uh, you can make matter. something up and I wouldn't know. Yeah, moving on. So NDSU's having a great great year as well. We're having a great season. Brock Winter um, showed, had a great show, and there's a Minnesota Champions. Minnesota week. Golf Champions has been Minnesota going on Golf. since the 70s. They've hosted it at Minneapolis Golf Club. Um, usually it had been in the spring in the past. They moved it to fall a while back, and it's the best of the best. And Brock Winter uh, lost in a playoff. I'll mention you're, well, you were leading after tied for first in day two, final group, and just didn't have your stuff coming down the stretch. But four NDSU players, uh, current and previous, were really in the top uh, probably 12, top 10 of that tournament. Top Top, top 10. 10. Yep. Yeah. Top 10. Good. So, like, yeah, it was a fun, that's a fun tournament. I mean, it's a great golf course, Minneapolis Golf Club. It's mm -hmm. great. Kind of a bomber's paradise out there, but greens are, greens are the main defense. I mean, it was, if you're above the hole, you got to pay attention. And it's, I was above the hole a lot. So, but that um, speaks to the quality of the golf this NDSU program has mm -hmm. established and is putting out when four of their players go down and end up in the top 10. Well, in the best of the Minnesota PGA section, amateurs and professionals. That's yeah. that's saying something. So Absolutely. hats off to Coach Kennedy. Yeah, really good. Yeah, he's. I mean, it's been a fantastic being able to watch watch him grow in that, um, be a part of that. Even um, truly blessed to be a part of that. So um, moving on out of out of the golf, out of the golf, uh, local golf. Let's get into uh, next week. Next week's tournaments. Let's get into the the DraftKings. Why we're all here, you know, we're going uh, going down to Vegas, TPC Summerlin. Um, Chuck, you're you're a Vegas guy. You you I am. between the between the betting and the and the trips down there. You know what uh, what are you seeing from from the course the course setup? Yeah. So unfortunately, we should have taken this on the road to be there. This guys. would be future. This, I, I, I'm making a note. This could be a road trip. I think so. For sure. Okay. Okay, next year. Let's put that in our budget. Uh, this course, interesting enough, um, I don't know if you guys did a little research, but they, they closed the course last, uh, last summer, actually April, in order to redo all the grass. So they ripped it all up and hmm. redid greens and fairways. So distance and everything um, remains the same, but the actual type of grass has changed. They're going... Um, it's a bomber's deal where very generous off the tee. Interesting when you look at stats. And for those of you interested in DFS and the idea of playing uh, daily fantasy, there's key stats to pay attention to when it comes to golf. And the thing called Google is, is amazing. You can go out there and, and do, show me PGA stats, strokes gained across. And there's some key categories to focus on per the type of course. 
stroke gains off tee, stroke gain around the green, stroke gain approach. This for uh, this is the particular course where strokes gained approach is very high. It's a second shot course. Everybody's hitting drivers because there's very little penalty off the tee. It comes down to who are those strong players that are really good at the approach game. Obviously, putting is pretty key to any golf course, but I would really focus on that approach side. So um, this this course, have you, Lucas, I know you've played some golf courses in, in Vegas area. Have you ever set foot on this one? I've not done this one. No, I haven't played here. Okay. I've driven by it. Have you? Yep. It's kind of towards up in the hills a little bit. Might even be up in elevation. It is 2,000 feet. Yeah. So, so the, the, the short hitters, like the Brian Harmons of the world, are getting a little distance on this. Um, I would say when you're looking at somebody looking to build a team, I would go out on, on, on the web and do PGA DFS stats, strokes gain approach, and target some of those players. I don't know, Lucas, if that's something you guys want to get into, but some of the history of this course, when you think of who's won it in the past – Usually 20, 20 under par overall or better. So it's a birdie, birdie makers. Fest. Yep. It's a birdie fest. Guys that are going to go low. Those that make a lot of birdies. Uh, par fives are super gettable. Doesn't matter your distance off tee. Uh, that, that approach game is the key there. And then the par threes, though, are a little longer and more challenging. So you can do stats, look up on par three scoring. I would focus on that too. So those guys that score well on the par threes are going to have a little leg up as well. I don't know if we want to dive into particular players. Well, yeah, but I have a question. So there might be folks that are going to tune in and listen to this that don't have a lot of experience yeah. uh, with with uh, with setting up rosters and teams. Yep. And when you were coaching me up on it, when I was starting to do it, we, we, we kind of did – Three approaches. Mm-hmm. So one would be like the statistical analysis, like yep. you're doing there. Let's let's do a let's do teams based on, yeah, you know, strokes gained yep. here, there, whatever the whatever that course might be. Yep. And then then it seemed like we had some success. Horses for courses. Yeah. Right. Okay. Course previous, history. Yeah. Course history. Yep. Let's just look at maybe course history, maybe trend to lean towards uh, how they're how they've played recently yes who yep um that would be a way to do a team and then it seemed like we do a third third segment of a team that's hey let's just have fun with the team mm-hmm. who's playing well who do you kind of yep. who's trending yeah he's never played here before but oh, this guy's i kind of like I the way like he's the, playing i His like form. the way he's playing i like recent I like form recent form yep um that's right mark yeah yeah a lot of people just go based off course history because uh, you guys know with PGA, a lot of these guys just go to the same tracks over and over again, especially early in the year right now. A lot of the big dogs, the top golfers aren't playing in some of these tournaments. So you'll right. look at um, a guy like a Brian Harmon uh, who comes out or uh, uh, Smith is another guy that likes to play these earlier and he has success. So if you go out on, on the web and do a uh, course history for Summerlin, you're going to see how these guys have done in the past. And a player like, amazing, to me, Max Homa is somebody that's playing really well right now. He's missed the cut four straight years. Now, he took a year off last year, didn't play. Some would say he's a lot better player than he was two years ago. But there's somebody four straight times he's missed the cut here. Well, and what's he doing off the golf course? <laughs> Maybe that's the problem for Oma. He seems like the type of guy maybe he's having too much fun. He could be. 
He could in be in the casino, so he's not focused. I yeah, I mean that's Vegas, right? We all been there. We've 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 uh, we known that. But yep. to your point, Chuck, I mean a guy that that uh, doesn't make the cut very often, yep. um, if if at all, yep. right? At this tournament, um, currently on DraftKings is uh, is ten thousand six hundred dollars. That's right. Off your off your fifty thousand dollar budget. So good point, and and just for the listeners too. There's multiple platforms to play Daily Fantasy. There's the DraftKings of the world or a FanDuel, for, for example. The one we, I think we're going to reference most often is, is DraftKings, DraftKings yeah. just to keep it uh, consistent and for the listeners to understand. So when we talk dollar amounts per player, it's off DraftKings. Um, I think there's three players this week that are 10000 or higher. Obviously, the more talented players are more, most expensive, and then the, those that – uh, are least talented, maybe have the uh, uh, lower probability of winning are probably around 6K. I think that's mm-hmm. the lowest is when you get into some yeah. of those players around 6K. So what do you find? I mean, do you, do you always have a horse? Do you always go after one of these top five, six guys? Great question. Um, and if you watch the players that are really good, the DFS guys that are really good, it's based on they'll build multiple teams. So in your example of 25 cents, you may be able one team that you pick the horse, a Cantley. He's top guy this week. Once you do that, though, you're not going to be able to get 9,000 and above. So you got to go into the eight and 7,000. You got to find some flyers, some guys that have maybe really good course history. The thing with it is you got to make cuts. So for the listeners out there, it's four days of tournament play. DFS or the daily scoring is based off of all four days. If you can get all six of your players to make the cut, chances are you're going to end up in the money. You're going to make some money. It's when you lose guys because they play poorly day one or day two and they don't make the cut and you only bring four or five players through, chances are, unless you've got a top guy, you're not going to really make money. It's finding those cut makers. So to your earlier point of what do I focus on, maybe even look at cut makers. Who, who are guys that are playing well enough and they, they've made consecutive cuts? I'd focus on those guys as well. You don't always have to have the winner of the tournament Correct. to do well in fantasy. Exactly. Right. It's really about getting those those cut makers, getting guys through the play all four days. That's where you're going to get your points. And that's, that's been my strategy is yep. the cut makers. I mean, yep. I, coming from uh, like when I was just getting into it, when we were talking in the airport, yep. that was kind of my first intro into the DraftKings. And that was if I didn't do any research and DraftKings gives you the the recent cuts made, that's what I would go off of. If there's a guy at, at $7,500, there's two guys at $7,500, and one guy's got 23 out of 25 cuts made, and the other guy's got, you know, 12 out of out of 20. You know, I'm going to go with the guy that's made more cuts. Yep, percentage-wise. Yep. Percentage-wise. Yep, that's a smart play. That's a solid play. Now, golf, obviously, as you guys know, is can be a bit challenging. Sometimes these guys do miss cuts, so mm-hmm. you got to expect that. You know, when you think of those three guys that are 10,000 or above, so Patrick Cantley, when you look at course history, super solid. He's won it here, and he's had a couple runner-ups previously. I think that's why he's top price, right? Yep. Sung J.M. is up there. He's the defending champ. He won it last time. And then Max Homa, who we talked about, who's playing really well, very well, but he's missed four cuts in a row. Now, the thing with DFS, too, is finding leverage, so the average person out there is going to go the the Patrick Cantlay's and the M because they have a really good course history. They may shy away from Homa. So his percent of usage on a, on a lineup is lower. 
if you pick him and he does well, you're jumping ahead of these guys that avoided him. So there's some strategy in, in See, usage. I would think your general person that's just playing might not do the research to know that Homa's missed the last four cuts. Yeah. They just know, hey, I recognize that name. He's a great player. I'm going to pick him. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So yeah, there's, there's some of that strategy. Yep. So there's sites out there that'll show you projected ownership. So oh. let's keep in mind Thursday morning is when the event starts. You got to keep keep an eye on that because once that event starts, the lineups lock. So you have to have your lineups in before Thursday morning. Being it's a Vegas event, it's probably an 8 a.m. Central. Well, maybe a little later, 9 a.m. Central time. So prior to that, you can go out and do some research and see what's the projected ownership on these guys. And it's ballpark. It'll show you maybe home is at 25% for that very reason. People just don't know he's missed cuts there. So another question about research. So is there free information out there? I know you said Google, but some of the, like the yeah. good stuff, I mean, are, yeah. do you have to pay to get the access to some of the real good stuff? So there's multiple sites that'll give you kind of the tip of the iceberg data where it's good, but if you really want to dive into it a little bit more, you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Roto Grinders is a really good site and they have different um, journalists that will that are focused on golf. They got multi-sport. They do football, they do basketball, but they have golf guys that this is all they do. And then they do the data, they do the spreadsheets, strokes gained approach, course history. They do all the work for you. To see that level of detail, you have to pay that monthly subscription, 30 bucks a month. One guy that I like to follow that's super good, not to give away podcast deal, but Rick Rungood. If you go out and do a, a YouTube search on Rick Rungood, this guy's a, a golf guy. Matter of fact, he lives in Las Vegas. He knows the PGA, he follows PGA and he, he does data. He builds his own spreadsheets and he'll do a nice job of showing you his data. If you want to get into it and actually manipulate the spreadsheets yourself, you have to pay a fee to do that. But I would go out and do a YouTube search on Rick Rungood. He does a really nice job of, of giving you week to week data. Okay. And I think where we come in is we're going to take that data yep. and we're going to apply it kind of common sense that's the value that you bring. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm following these guys, so I'll kind of pull it together. Then when we come together on a week to week, I'll just talk high level of what I've seen. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're for the common man right here. I mean, this is not, we're, we're gonna not, pick, uh, we're going to pick teams. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we better, we better get into, yeah, we better get into Real quick. picking teams. Yeah, so, pick teams. uh, you, you have one pulled up here, Mark, do you get a, I'm, idea? are we picking our own team or is this a, a group? Pick. No, let's pick our own team. This Ooh, is live, live pick. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Right here. All right, okay. kick it off, Mark. Let's go. I'm gonna go We're first. Going. Yep. I'm going to go with something with uh, a person called uh, Taylor Montgomery. Taylor Montgomery. The okay. guy's on fire. He's on, on fire. fire. Yep. From where? He's American. He he's coming from the Corn Ferry Tour, and uh, he he's. Uh, Made both cuts, I think, on PGA Tour this year. He, well, and he's got six consecutive top tens running right now. Yeah. And he's not scratchy. I mean, he's is what's that term where I don't know that he's going to be on many people's radar. Right. No, you're right. He's not. Um, he's a Vegas guy, too. And he's a Vegas is guy. He? Yeah. Vegas yeah. guy. Yep. Like he lives in Vegas? Kind lives of in Vegas. Oh, yep. well, yeah. I mean, that's – I like that. So I that's like a that. solid pick, Mark. I like that. He was on my radar. You next, LJ? On are, who we you're going, thinking? are we going all the way through or are we, we do one at a time? I don't know. 
What do you think, Mark? Well, I always have to have hoagies, so I'm going to spend a lot of money early. So I'll just set my team here real quick. So I like Hoagie. He loves Vegas. He's very comfortable there. He may spend his spare time on the craps table, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I just, I have a soft spot for, for putting Hoagie on my team. I still think he's not on many people's team when, when he's... He's uh, under, the, under the radar. Yep. Uh, another guy I'm, I'm, I'm looking, to, and he gets this under my average remaining player is Adam Hadwin. Mm, yes. And that guy can make some birdies. He's a Canadian. He's, yeah. Not yeah. that as anything from up north. He's going pretty south to play in this one. I don't know. So I'm looking for looking for uh, guys that make birdies. Um, this is up in elevation, and another guy that uh, I was I was kind of eyeing was that uh, yeah Seamus Power. Yes, I love his name. He's from I think he's from Ireland. Yep, and he's under my budget. He's in my budget too, and that's. I, I just, I don't know. I just, I try to get as close to my budget as possible. Obviously, I don't leave much money on the table. Um, if I've got another, there's a lot of data here on these guys about how many cuts they've made. Mm -hmm. um, but you usually, I mean, you look at a guy like Jason Day, how he's gone from greatness to kind of he's dipped down. To, I just got that back issue, you know. It, it uh, wasn't scoliosis, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I just looked at my notes on, on power. Other than having a great name, last last week in the event, he had 24 birdies. Okay, like that's a lot he, of birdies. Bird had maker. He, had he handled his par fives, which he played one over, he would have been right there. So I like that. He's coming in hot. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to throw a curveball at the whole thing, and I'm going Kuchar. I just – Kuch. He's, he's just a wow. steady rock. <laughs> Well, he's up there. I mean, he's got a good track record there. I like to play right. Cooch when Gooch is also in, and I do the Cooch, cooch and the Gooch. Cooch, Cooch. But Gooch isn't playing this week, so. So is there a statistical cooch analysis that Cooch and Gooch cooch success and gooch. rate? Yeah, we should we you should look into yeah, that. Keep a keep a tabs on that one. And then, so I'm left with eighty six hundred dollars, and um, I got something here called uh, I think Siwoo Kim. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's on my team to round out my team. So that's that's my squad right there. That's, that's solid. A, that's a pretty that's good solid. squad. That sounded uh, a lot of praise over there from the guru. Yep, I like coming it. Coming in. A lot of guys on my list. I like it. A lot of guys on his list. Well, go around the table. I'll, I'll kick off. So I had mine while you were talking. I, I was drafting mine, which happened to be uh, – I got two, two of your same guys that – Taylor Montgomery I got on my team because that was the uh, the allotment that I had left. He was my last pick. So for those same reasons, you inspired me, Taylor Montgomery. I'm also a Tom Hoagie guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a, he's a ball striker, and he just needs the putter to get hot. And that's where, that's where I think uh, start him early. You know, with the strength of the field being uh, early tournament, I, I like it. Um, other guy, kind of a flyer. I took uh, Mark Hubbard. He had a great mm. week last week. Um, great guy. There's, uh, you know, on uh, on DraftKings, 21, 27 cuts made. The guy's a, he's a cut machine. Uh, I think he was was that close last week. So that's I'm I'm riding him to uh, continue the streak. So we're going Mark Hubbard there. Then I'm jumping back. I'm back on the Fowler train. Ricky Fowler. I, uh, wow. 
It's uh, probably the biggest flyer in my lineup. Yep. But but he had a great first event this year uh, out in the desert, T6. Um, he's got a great history at the TPC courses, mm-hmm. right? So they set up similar. Obviously, players champ, plays well at the waste management just about every year. Um, and he's made a couple big changes going in this year. He got rid of the butter knives that he had with the uh, – with Cobra. You, have you seen that picture? No. Oh my goodness. I mean, you, Brutal. Scary. Okay. Scary looking down at that four iron. Give a piece of toast to you and you spread some butter on those things with, the, with those irons. Uh, so yeah, switched cavity backs, which I think is going to be great for his game. And uh, back with his old swing coach, Butch, uh, Butch Harmon. So I think so things uh, are lining up <clears throat> solid. I think, he's, I think he's on the right track. Again, go back to the strength of field. I think he could have another great finish this week. Also, he's only at $7,800, so I think he's a great value grab down there. Uh, then I'm going, I got Cam Davis. I, I love Cam Ooh. Davis coming off yep. the President's Cup. Um, he played five rounds at the President's Cup, looked solid out there. He's a bomber, and he makes a ton of birdies, so he kind of fits into the, the mold we were talking about earlier. Um, my notes that I got on him. You know, he plays well in the desert. He, he's got a lot of great finishes in desert courses. He likes yep. it down there, plus the elevation with the Bombers. Uh, and then he's three for three on cuts made at this tournament, at the Shriners. So I he like makes it. cuts here. He's a bomber, makes a bunch of birdies. I like I think it. That's kind of a no-brainer for me. So he is one of more more expensive, $9,200 for, for Cam Davis, but I'm, I'm, I like it. And the last guy, that I got uh, Joel Dahman. I love the guy. Um, similar to Cam Davis, he's four or four cuts made here. So uh, I think he's another guy that plays well in the desert. Solid start to the season, T thirteen. Um, so he's he's got the got the good vibes going into this week, and uh, he's a guy. He's a guy. He's been around been around the league for a little bit, so he knows what he's doing, and he's uh, not going to be rattled by the early starts here. So uh, he's going to round out my squad. Um, I like this LJ. So That's solid. You know, that point about playing well in the desert, you'll find guys that they play well out west, yep. right? They play well in California. Maybe mm-hmm. they grew up on that grass. Right. They play well in Florida. Right. You see that all the time, playing on the, on the Bermuda grass. And then the Texas guys tend to play well when they get down to Texas. Right. right. Even guys that go to college in Texas, Tom Hoagie, TCU. Yep. You know, he plays well in Texas. So those trends... I kind of like that mm-hmm. stuff beyond the numbers yep. where they're comfortable playing. Golf's a feel good. You got to feel good. You got to feel comfortable. I mean, you're traveling so much to be able to feel comfortable. Yep. It's huge. All right, Chuck. I'll go quick. I know out. we're running out of time here, but I also have to go hoagie. Just being a local guy, got to follow hometown him. Hometown guy. Um, one guy that I think is going to just blow your mind here, but I'm going to go Grillo. Yeah. And here's why. Mm. He's top putter in the field. His... Uh, Got a solid course history here. He's played well. I just look at his strokes gain approach. He's trending up. He's uh, in great recent form. I'm looking for him to get a win. Grillo. Win. Yep. He's your winner. All right. And then this guy, Kurt Kitayama. He's a UNLV boy. He's played this course a lot. And uh, if you look at his strokes gain approach, he's in the top five. Now I know he usually plays Euro Tour. So coming back to the states but i like the local vibe feel feel he's gonna be living staying at home with mom sleeping in his own bed that's something this is comfort analysis yep. comfort this is good then i've got uh jt poston nothing more than i think he's he's he, i know he's got course history i also like mr power 
That was a good call coming off a lot of birdies last, last week. I think he's going to come in with confidence. And my last guy, only because he's Belgium and I like him, Thomas Dietrich. And he's got mm. good course form, course history here. But he's uh, 7900 When I looked at my amount of money left, he's the guy that's made the most cuts, 19 of 24. So back to your point earlier, LJ, when it comes down to it. Gut check. Cut. I'm going with a cut maker, and he falls in that dollar amount. Yeah. One of these might be the winning lineups, guys. This is right here. Yeah, hit submit. Let's uh, let's get these in. We'll keep tabs on it. We'll check back in next week, see where we all, uh, where we all stand because it's uh, – uh, feelings are good. Vibes are high right now going into this week on, on teams we've Full picked. confidence. Um, that could be a complete 180 next week. So that's going to wrap it up for our first show live from Sweet Shots, St. Andrew's Room. Uh, I think this was a great way to kick it off. I'm uh, really excited going forward. So I hope you guys stick around, keep listening, um, and, and you know, good luck. Good luck with the DraftKings or Fantasy Golf. That's, that's what we're all about. So. Thanks for Sweet Shots for hosting us. Yeah, nice of them. People people out there, come on out. Check it out if you haven't Check been Check it here. out. Yep. Just walk around. Take a look around. Say Show hi. Around. Say hi if you see us. Absolutely. That'll wrap it up. We'll, uh, we'll see, you, see you all next week. Thanks for listening.